Welcome to Witch Please Radio, up number 22. This week our guest is Alan Kaler, and every time I see his last name in print, I just feel like I should, well not he's in the news, but like just see it written out. And there's that O-E beside each other, and then the H, I kind of feel like it should be like Kaler or something. Kaler. Like I'm sure in the original German or whatever he is, Austrian, something like that, uh, it's probably like Kaler, but whatever, Kaler. Uh, Al is um, perhaps best known to you folks as the fourth member of The Mouth Boat. If you're not familiar with The Mouth Boat, download all of their music right now. Uh, the Mouth Boat was a band that I was in with John, who is also one of the co-hosts of the show, and our friend Goldwyn Miller. And uh, we have quite a bit of music available for free download on witchpolice.com, so check that out. But um, Al was in the band, kind of. He uh, put on a robot costume and danced on stage at most of our shows. So he was essentially the fourth member of the band, uh, even though he did play an instrument, but he was a very integral part of the group. So he came down uh, for this episode and talked to us about prostitution, which was our theme um, of the week created by the random theme generator. So uh, it's an unusual episode. Uh, There's lots of kind of weird tangents, and that actually goes by at a pretty good clip until the end um, when we have this kind of half debate about whether... uh, certain songs from the gangster rap era are uh, meant to be taken literally or whether they're meant to be tongue-in-cheek, over-the-top cartoon exaggerations, Uh, specifically the type of songs that deal with the uh, just ridiculous misogyny type stuff, which, you know, uh, an episode about prostitution kind of, a lot of those songs came up as potentials to play on the list anyway. So we didn't really come to an answer, we just kind of got frustrated with each other and uh, stopped talking and then it ended, but uh, it was a decent episode anyway. and one thing I wanted to talk about, and we do talk about it on the show, is uh, I know we keep mentioning this Sebastian the Robot thing, and it's relevant here because Al was our guest, and Al was the guy in the robot suit. So uh, we, we go over in the show, I'm not going to go into great detail, but we keep referencing this ransom video, ransom note thing, that got given to us by uh, the, the robot's kidnapper. So um, I kind of dawned on me that a lot of people probably, A, don't care, but B, have no idea what we're talking about. So uh, after this little spiel here, I'm going to throw you a clip. Uh, of this audio from the ransom note and we kind of go into detail on the show and talk about it and it turns out that Al has no idea anything about it so his complicity is still questionable in the uh, the, the fake kidnapping or whatever it is but anyway check it out um, you can also check out our show on Monday nights at 11pm on 101.5 UMFM uh, if you're in Winnipeg if you're not in Winnipeg you can stream it live on umfm.com and you can also follow us on social media obviously go to www.witchpolice.com to download all the past uh, 20 episodes and stream them for free, whatever you want. Uh, all the music by our bands and tons of others. And uh, if you're on Facebook, which you probably are because it's, you know, the 21st century and everyone's on Facebook apparently, uh, you go to We uh, We Are the Witch Police is the name of the group. We don't actually have a Witch Police... Uh, <laughs> bling! We don't actually have a uh, Facebook page where you can hit like or whatever for this because I just never bothered to make one and the group's been kind of ported from the old version of Facebook, whatever. Uh, so go We Are The Witch Police, search for that. And then uh, you can go to Twitter at, um, at Witch Police for the blog or at Witch Police FM for the radio show. And of the two of those, I try to encourage you to go to, um, go to, follow, whatever, follow at Witch Police FM because that's the one that gets more use just because the show is a weekly thing and it's ongoing and the blog is kind of updated sporadically. And yeah, I don't know. Um... What else? Rob Crooks, www.robcrooks.com or at Rob Crooks on Twitter. Uh, Al doesn't have any contact information he was willing to share or any musical projects going on right now, but he still has the robot costume and it's been modified to be even more terrifying and insane. 
So that's, uh, yeah, a good preview for the program. Check out this weird sound clip right now of the Save Sebastian video, and enjoy the show. Thanks. Hello, Sam, John, and Rob. Remember me. It's Sebastian, your long-lost robotic friend. How have you been? I am regretful that I am contacting you under dire circumstances. I have been kidnapped by big evil robots. They are holding me ransom, and because you are my only friends, I am relying on you to meet their demands. The evil robots are demanding that you create a Winnipeg-themed playlist that you will discuss on your next podcast. There are three challenges you must complete for me to be freed. The challenges take the form of a scavenger hunt involving facial hair, Thai cuisine and sports equipment. The locations that you visit will hopefully inspire you to choose songs that remind you of Winnipeg. If you accept this assignment, you will be handsomely rewarded. To accept, please respond by email OSAP and the instructions for your first mission will be sent to you. Please hurry. What does the pink goo consist of? Who knows? Just awesome. Red. Consists of fucking cancer. delicious fucking cancer goo. Ground up chicken cancer. You know what? I'm glad you don't eat this a little bit of chicken. Goes down surprisingly easier than cancer though. You would... I didn't expect that. You're getting bowel cancer right now. That's alright. Alright, so we're starting this right now because like it's getting loud. So this is episode number 21 of the program. Uh, this week's theme is... Kazoots? Prostitute. Was it prostitute or prostitutes? Chicken cancer? Judging by the conversation. I think it was prostitute. I thought it was prostitution. Prostitution, maybe. Yeah, prostitution. Are we on right now? Yeah, we're recording right now. Oh, Jesus. Are we supposed to like, introduce people? We'll get introduced you in a second. Okay. Just oh. chill out. <laughs> yeah, no, you're eating food right now. What's um, with your weird Al Yankovic hair? That <laughs> <laughs> really translates. Well, we can have a picture of you. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. This is a UHF. Okay, anyway, yeah, yeah our, our guest today is Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> he's no, in town with Tom Green. He's in town with Tom Green. Yeah, Tom Green. Tom Green sold out all five shows, eh? Oh, I, I wanted to go. Yeah, I wanted to go too. But uh, anyway, yeah, so the show's Prostitution, uh, Witch Police Radio. As usual, we uh, use a random word generator to determine the theme. And this week's theme is about hookers. Yeah, could be. So, so uh, yeah, so we got, this is another four-person show, which is really good, because I like these, um, tend to get a lot more uh, discussion going and whatnot. So this week it's uh, the regular host, me, I'm Sam, with Rob, John, and Al, who's eating some kind of pink goo, Hello. is our <laughs> is our guest. And um, one thing I wanted to ask you about, because this is this thing that came up, you know, the robot thing? Yeah. But you might have some insight into this, or maybe you have no idea what the hell we're talking about. But um, someone claimed that they had kidnapped the robot from the mouth boat, which is you, right? I mean, Al, for people who don't know who Al is, and don't understand the context of what we're talking about, me and John were in a band called The Mouth Boat with our friend Goldwyn. And Al was like the fourth member in that he wore an awesome robot costume. 
and danced around like a man. Yeah, I like he, he. We had a couple of earlier robots, but Al was Al the was the definitive standing. the definitive robot for the most part. Yeah, the definitive. And robot so that dance. costume like it still exists, right? You've revamped it a little bit and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so anyway, so we got this, this email from. I know we've talked about this in other shows, but like just to you know get you up to speed, we got this email saying I've kidnapped the robot who's apparently named Sebastian. I don't know where that comes from, and uh, you guys have to do some antics or whatever. Sea bass. What? That's what I would call Sebastian. Seabass, okay. <laughs> so Seabass has been kidnapped. We have to do some kind of tasks to get him back. So I was just like, what? So they sent this creepy video with this voice saying, like, you know, Seabass has been kidnapped. Uh, he's going to be killed by other robots and everything. And then nothing for once. And then Steve McBay, who was a guest on our show, who has nothing to do with any of this, got an email saying, um, like, you know, this is the robot or whatever, the kidnappers. I'm, you know, tell which police guys that these are the tasks they have to do and someone left this bag on his door of his house <laughs> with like a bunch of fake mustaches in it <laughs> and have you ever uh, considered the possibility that it's Steve? I'm wondering if it's Al right now he <laughs> doesn't have a very good poker face well cause you've done all kinds of crazy like you remember the rocks and stuff I think it's you Sam you think it's me why are I just like a game of blue <laughs> <laughs> anyway classic, so this is just the kind of weird shit that you would love to per- you know, do you know other anything? People. Do you know anything about this? Yeah, and I completely ignored it because it's foolish. No, but do you have any involvement in? No, okay. not at all. So, anyway, so you're not. You haven't been kidnapped. I have not been kidnapped. The costume is intact. I have been free to roam. All right, it's intact. So the whole goal is that someone wants us to talk about Winnipeg, which we could just do anyway. I think we do it. That's pretty much what happens. Anyway. So yeah, the last episode with John Kendall was pretty much just us talking about the Albert in the eighties. Yeah, and so, the Wellington. And Wellingtons, yeah, and strippers and Biff naked. Yeah, all yeah. those things. Yeah. Anyway, so prostitution. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about that. Um, Al, you are the guest. I don't know if you had any songs you wanted to start off with, maybe? Um, I did. Um, I, just, I don't know. Like, Is there a criteria for this at all? Or? You just have to justify Basically, it. as long as you can justify it fitting with the theme, it doesn't matter. It can be the craziest connection to the theme possible, as long as you can be like, this is why I chose the song. I mean, we might argue it, but it's, it's cool. Like, it, it doesn't have to you know, it doesn't have to have that in the song title. It doesn't have to be specifically about that. Any connection you want to make between the theme word and the song is cool but I mean one of us can play a song first if you want um but I've you can play a song by like a band that used to be cool but then they sold out and now they're prostituting themselves if you wanted to you could do that the only reason I'm saying someone else I, I often start the show off and I don't want to be doing that every time mm-hmm. so I'm asking you because you're here and it's your first time on the show and you know do you not have songs picked I do I'm, <laughs> I'm just terrified I'm gonna get judged horribly no no no, no whatever no it's like maybe maybe but oh I mean, yeah probably <laughs> most likely yeah. Okay, well, John, you play some, John, you pick, pick a song for All right, um, I'm going to play a song by Peaches, who yeah. I don't listen to all that much, but uh, there's a song called, um, what is it, uh, Stick It to the Pimp. And I totally got this from some guy who dumped like 17 albums on my own. No, I, I, <laughs> I downloaded this legitimately. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's a legitimate yeah. illegal download. Uh, so this is Stick It to the Pimp off of Impeach My Bush. Cool. Uh, are you ready? Ready for the takeover? Just follow me. Stick it. I 
I wanna stick it. Bet you thought I was gonna say in, but I'm not. You wanna stick it, I wanna stick it, we wanna stick it, stick it to the pin. You wanna stick it, I wanna stick it, we wanna stick it. Say goodbye, Mac Daddy, time to cry, wet, let it nice try, Sadie, Sadie, you just bitches and moves. Say goodbye, Mac Daddy, time to cry, wet, let it nice try, Sadie, Sadie, you just bitches and moves. Drop your drawers, all you male whores, we're gonna. Stick it to the pimp. You wanna stick it? I wanna stick it. We wanna stick it. Stick it to the pimp. You wanna stick it? I wanna stick it. We wanna stick it. Stick it to the pimp. You're gonna give me all your boots Suck it up and find the roots You're gonna give me all the loot You're gonna have to kiss my ring You're gonna have to ring my bell You're gonna have to do these things all tingly Just go to hell You wanna stick it You wanna stick it I wanna stick it We wanna stick it Stick it You wanna stick it I wanna stick it We wanna stick it Stick it to the pimp Peaches off the album Impeach My Bush from uh, sometime in the 2000s. It's got to be since George Bush was president. Yeah, around that time. I mean, like I mean, this, yeah, yeah. It was. I um. So what's? Uh, I'm not. I'm glad someone picked a song that's kind of like anti um, prostitution because <laughs> it's because <laughs> it's really easy to find all good like songs that are like I'm a pimp. Yeah, like fuck that bitch. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So it's like cool. Well, you know that song I was you... actually looking for a song, a song that was like more like fuck. Prostitution, but that coup the, song you played a few weeks ago. Yeah, I know. Perfect, well, I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking the two best songs that I came up with were that coup song, uh, "Me and Jesus the Pimp," that was and, perfect, yeah. and "53 and 
or 53rd and 3rd is my first choice. Third, I don't know. Yeah. We did a New York episode of 53rd and 3rd by the Ramones, which is about Didi Ramone <clears> being a hooker, right? What, what was like, the Jesus the Pimp episode? That was, was that traumatic? Traumatic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I missed that. So what was the, how does this, uh, I mean... Well, yeah, so obviously I was the too lyrics. busy, like, nodding my head to the, you know... Yeah, I didn't. Groove. I was <laughs> I was just about to look up the lyrics. I haven't gotten around to it because I missed most of the verses. But in so reading you about even it, know anything about the song at all? Well, in reading about it, it's supposed to be like uh, anti, like with all like the chauvinistic stuff and hip hop. Oh, yeah. It's a response to that, apparently. Um, Do you read that off the internet? I don't. Sounds yeah. like a canned answer. It does. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. like a no. I, I was on pitch I read it off the internet. I haven't read the lyrics yet. Um, I, I'm. I'd like to say actually, I'm a huge fan of Peaches, especially yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, album Teaches of Peaches. Teaches of Peaches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she actually. If I can go into a little bit of history, this came up, yeah, Feist, came up on the fire show. Feist was in like a, her backup dancer, and like that's before Feist became Feist. They're also in MIA too, right? MIA, and she was, yeah, and she like she was the one who kind of uh, inspired MIA to start using like the key, the, some keyboard or something. And you can kind of see the yeah, the yeah, the, the connection the yeah. for sure, yeah, yeah. I think Peaches is actually, uh, and is she Canadian? Yeah, she's from she's, Toronto, yeah, Canadian, cool. and yeah, pretty badass, like pretty intense. Sounding music, yeah, good, yeah. good energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like her a lot. Yeah. That song, Sugar, or is, is it called is, Sugar? Is the really dirty one? Uh, no, no. no, no. She has a few that are like. Oh, really fuck, really the pain, fuck, fuck the pain, away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm your she sugar tits. Yeah, that's oh, okay. the song. That's <laughs> song. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about all I have to say about it. But yeah, cool. Yeah, it was good. It was cool. But you don't know what it's about, what the lyrics are. Well, they're pretty. I mean, they're pretty straight. It's just rhyming on stuff about on the theme. Yeah. What rhymes with pimp? Let's, uh, say goodbye, Mac Daddy. Time to cry, Whack Laddie. None of that rounds with pants. Let's try, Saddy Saddy. I got, I got Gimp. Blimp. Blimp. Chimp. Wimp. Oh, there's nothing oh, on you're, here. You're doing good. There's actually nothing on here that rounds with pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Right. More of a hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, so what do you got, Al? What are you gonna... Um, I got the, uh, a song by No Effects called uh, Lori Myers. Yeah. On um, the girl look? Yeah. And, uh, Do you want to like move a little closer to the mic here for me? Yeah, sure. Because um, you tend to be. Did you just wake up? <laughs> yes, yes, I did actually. <laughs> a massive nap. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Um, so for the record, it's nine o'clock at night right now. <laughs> 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 just in case anyone's you know, you listening to this morning. Oh, that sounds reasonable, you know. But yeah. no, it's like a weeknight at nine. <laughs> anyway, so when the Laurie Myers, well, that's a great song. Yeah. Um, why did you? I mean, I think I know why you picked it, but it's it. yeah, it's just the the song itself is. I, I think it has more to do with like a porn, porn star. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it kind of bleeds. There's there's a verse in there about you know I'm not selling my body. I'm selling Some my time. time yeah, which, yeah, yeah. You know, it's and it's you know prostitution. what that is, part of the song um, is my favorite because yeah. of the voice he does. I remember the voice. We used to listen to this all the time at my cabin. At your cabin, yeah, yeah. totally. But the voice he does in that part when he does her voice is so good. Like it's it's just it's awesome.
What's that? <laughs> Nothing. I would like to keep that off the record. Well, we didn't record yet, so you yeah, listen. Oh, whoops. There we go. We're, We're back. back. Uh, <laughs> so, well, yeah, what do you want to say about that song that's uh, Laurie Myers and Effects? Um, Your choice, Justify It. Justify It. Well, there is the cross. Like, it is, I think it's more about a porn star than anything, but the crossover in, like, there is so much of a crossover in prostitution slash porn stars. Like, I'm sure they they work on the side as well to make extra money, but, like, you know, that's a huge assumption. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Similar. But it's it's yeah. said you know, a similar it's, industry though, I guess. Yeah, it's like the it's, sex industry, right? I guess. Like it's parallel industries, yeah. I guess. Just they're getting paid for having sex, just one's legal, one isn't. One isn't, isn't. yeah. You put a video camera in the room. Yeah, what would happen if you went to the porn awards and started referring to all the <laughs> actors <laughs> as hookers? <laughs> uh, I, I think it would be fifty fifty. Some would be find it endearing, others would That's funny. But yeah, that's um. Porn awards. I mean, uh, the, what the gist it of the exists. song, from what I remember from the lyrics, is like he's watching porn and he recognizes the girl that he used to he grew up with and used to hang out with, right? Yeah. And oh. then he like tracks her down and she's like, you know, why I don't save me? I don't need to be saved. Like, yeah. get out of here. Hmm. Oh man. I it's kind of, kind of a it's... downer of a song, like. Yeah. Because it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't work. He's like, oh shit, this is my childhood friend. I because re-, he recognizes like a. Some tattoo. Yeah, something like so, yeah, that, so, yeah, something on her. Not tattoo. Yeah. says until just now I was doing just fine, so it's interesting. Yeah, like, so she's a pissed until off. You until you came and brought back, came back in my life, living, yeah. and I have to remember my child, you know, my probably happy, you know. Yeah. Or maybe not there's, so happy. There's an Outcast song like that, I think, on Equimini, where Andre 3000 talks about how he's in love with this girl or whatever, and then he goes away on tour and he comes back, and she's like a crackhead prostitute. Yeah. Maybe I should play that song. Might go well right after this. <clears throat> Uh, I was gonna. Say, one thing I wanted to say about No Effects is uh, I've only ever owned one No Effects album, which was the first one. Wait, what's it? What's it called again? Liberal Animation. Oh, and, but uh, I think really we might have had one? some. I think we might have had some stuff before that that was like you know, but that was their first oh, one, that's like right, major. Yeah. Right, and because uh, right, I remember, I remember I had that song "Meat Is Murder" on it. Or like maybe no, that's just one of the lyrics. No, it's it's making fun of people who think meat is murder. Yeah, I know, but, it's, but you know, yeah, yeah, but it's like meat is murder. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I think the song was called "Shut the Fuck Up." Okay, but uh, the reason I had that CD is because um, my friend Tim Haverluck, yeah. who's been on who's the been show, on the show, yeah, he one year I think it was like grade eight or grade eight or grade nine, he bought that album. Maybe it was even grade seven, but he bought that album for me for my birthday. Yeah. And I was like, he knew that I didn't like No Effects. Yeah. He knew that I wasn't into that. But he was like, expecting you to and, give it to him or what? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, I, he wanted you like to... I asked him like a while later. I'm like, why did you even get me this for my birthday? He's like, so you would give it to me? <laughs> <laughs> and so I kept it out of spite. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I ended up like selling it to like a used CD yeah, place yeah. or something. I still have the tape. I have it on tape. I, I never listened to it. Yeah, I had a couple of the earlier ones on tape. If I listened good, to like, Fat, at all, Fat Mike couldn't sing for the first no, no, three albums. Of, that really stuff. And before they had El Jefe doing the harmonies too, right? They didn't yeah. have any harmonies, and that's kind of a big thing. Yeah. This is the only album I listen to there's really anymore, is Punk and Drublik. I think it might be one of the best ones. It is the just... best one. This one and The White Trash Two Keeps in a Bean are my favorites, yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, but that, to be, that being said, I stopped listening after Song and Thanks for All the Shoes. Yeah, that, was the, low, that was the last one of a new NoFX album I heard. I heard The Decline. But that was the absolute cutoff. Like I, yeah, I haven't heard they've had the same amount of albums Probably, after like, then. Yeah, they did before, and I have absolutely no clue what they sound like. Yeah, the War on Errorism was all right. It came out during the Bush presidency, and I think that reinvigorated a lot of punk bands. Yeah, to yeah, just yeah. Start singing anti-Bush stuff. Weren't they really involved in that war, rock against Bush yeah, that thing? And it all, yeah, it came out right around then, and then just I don't, I don't appreciate it much after that. Well, a lot of the 
I, I have heard a song or two, and a lot of it is, like, very current. It's about them living in suburbs and having you know families. <laughs> I actually did hear uh, Kogi the Clown. I got a review copy of that, and it's, like, an EP they did a couple years ago. Yeah. And it's really weird. Um, it's just, it's, it's okay. It just sounds like... Like, so a lot of the songs seem like it's them singing about getting on with their lives and still trying to... Yeah, I, music, I don't know. So I don't like, know. They, they, uh, they have a really, really formulaic thing they do. Yeah, and like I don't, you know, I mean, I like it, I liked it when I was a teenager, and I still like love these songs in this album because I know it so well. You know what I mean? Like we were talking about linoleum, not on the show, but after the show last time or a couple weeks ago, we were talking about linoleum. Remember? Mm-hmm. We were we should play yeah, that it's one of my favorite. It's songs, a great song. Yeah. Great song. But I, I don't, I don't yeah, know. I only need to hear those chord progressions. You hear the times. intro, and you're like, I know what it is. So. No, no, no. But I mean, like they have like the very yeah, you very distinct sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah, so. I've got my share of uh, no effects. Yeah, but yeah, no effects. Larry Myers, good pick. Definitely if it's the, uh, I mean, this is kind of Thematics. the thing, right? It doesn't have to be explicitly about the theme word. It's just related, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, Rob, did you want to play something? Or do you want me to go ahead? You should go next. Okay, um, the first thing I'm going to play is, um, I had a bunch of ideas, and I'm not. I'm going to do two songs today, um, so I'm not sure when I'm going to do the second one. But this one is one that came up. I was racking my brain trying to think of stuff to play about prostitutes, and I had a kind of a you know, decent list of ideas, and then this popped into my head. And I was going to play the original. The song's called Killer, Qu- Killer Queen by Queen. And I mean, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but I'm a really big Queen fan. I wasn't for a long time. I'm not aware of this. I no. really kind of like didn't have any interest in them for a long time. Because when, when a bunch of my friends were listening to like Goldman and stuff when I was a teenager, I was just, I was like into, you know, basically it wasn't from Jamaica. I didn't like it. Right? So I was very narrow-minded in what I was listening to. And I was like, it's I, hard to get into a band like that too where, where they have like, um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Is like, f- f- to my... For my liking, I think it's like one of the best pop songs ever written. Oh, it's incredible! But every time I hear it on the radio, I change the channel because it's like, how many times can you hear right. a fucking song? Right. So I didn't, I didn't really appreciate it, and um, uh, you know, in when I got older, I did appreciate it, and I listen to Queen a lot now, and I am um, kind of is something that they really grew on me. So I'm not actually gonna Killer Queen is actually incidentally my favorite Queen song, but I'm not gonna play the original version of it because it, it gets played on the radio a lot. I mean, it's an amazing song, but. I want to do a weird cover of it. I have this album called uh, Dynamite with a Laser Beam, which is a lyric from this song. And it's uh, 3-1-G Records put it out. And it's a bunch of insane, weird, noise, experimental, like, avant-garde bands doing Queen covers, the whole album. And, I mean, some of it is absolutely crazy. So this is a band called Tourette's Lautrec (laughs) doing a cover of Killer Queen by Queen. And Killer Queen, uh, we'll talk about it afterwards, but it's about high-class prostitutes. All right. So here's uh, Tourette's Lautrec, Killer Queen.
Killer Queen by Tourette's Lautrec. And as I was saying, I, re I like the love the name. Uh, I really don't know anything about this band. Um, they're on this comp that was put up uh, by 31G, which I just kind of stumbled upon a music trader. And because I was really into Queen at that time. And I recognize a few bands on there like Blood Blood. Every time I can't say the name. Blood Brothers. And uh, like Melt Bananas on there. And uh, the Locust and stuff. So and you know so, you know the label 31G. No, I knew some of the bands on it. On, oh, okay. on the comp. And I was like, okay, well Queen covers... I mean, Blood Brothers, I got a general idea of what kind of stuff's going to be on here, right? So I thought, okay, I'll check it out. And there's, like, some really, really bizarre stuff. Like, some of it is just, like, what the hell? But, I mean, this was, uh, I, I like it. I think they do a cool job of it. That was cool. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so the song, which actually, they, like, the original came out in 74 on Sheer Heart Attack on the Queen album. And it's about, uh, there's a quote from Freddie Mercury where he said, uh, let me just find this here. Um, he basically said that something about, uh, it's about a high-class call girl I'm trying to say that classy people can be whores as well. That's what the song's about. For Khrushchev and Kennedy. Yeah, and he mentions Marie Antoinette in there and stuff too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's you know, usually songs about prostitutes. Now is, that are, a, is that a jab at classy people or is that a jab at prostitutes? I don't think it's a jab. I don't think it's a jab. I think it's just like, hey, just, high class people have hookers too. Yeah, yeah it's not just driving <laughs> down Higgins. Yeah, but a lot of songs about prostitutes are, like you were saying before, kind of, are pretty negative. Or, I, mean, yeah. I mean, either it's very positive, like, yeah, I got... You know, like, or it's like, look at this, you know, trashy kind of, you know. Well, song. the word whore itself is right, just and this is like, well, high class people use prostitutes right. too, you know. Yeah, and, there's. Uh, I read an article uh, maybe a couple months ago about it was written by someone who was like a high class kind of call, call girl in New York, yeah. and she just made ridiculous amounts of money. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I'm absurd. sure. I'm sure if you have, yeah, if you have the right clients and you you hustle enough. And yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the uh, health plan's like. I don't know, probably not very good benefits, no. Dental? Yeah, because yeah, you're living in a high-risk uh, job, I guess. Yeah. Well, you tell them you're a contractor and then get a help for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. Tell maybe. Them, take it to the union. Yeah. Taking a lot of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a subcontractor. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyway, apparently the, the, the thing with this is in that same quote from Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury was talking about the uh, class people can be whores as well. He was saying when they made this, people were expecting uh, high-energy, like loud, hard rock music from Queen at this point. And they did the complete opposite, which is kind of cool that the cover is in, is like hard and loud. Mm -hmm. It's because mm -hmm. the song was deliberately soft and piano-y and, you know. Well, what album was this song? Sheer Heart Attack. And what else was on that album? Um, just, well, it's on the Greatest Hits album, which is what everyone's had, you know, everyone's heard. Uh, it was a double A-side with the song Flick of the Wrist. Um, you know, at the end, I don't have the album. Okay. Um, but it was one, you know. But was it a more mellow album? I will tell you right now, I have a bunch of Queen stuff on compilations and things, uh, which is, you know, too bad. I've actually, this is something interesting. I've tried to find Queen records at um, used record stores, right? Yeah. And, like, you'd think it would be, since they're greatest hits and stuff, you could find everywhere for, like, two bucks, you know? Yeah. I've always thought, hey, I should be able to find. But, like, there's very, seems to be very few of them, and the ones that are available are, like, the really, really, like, into the 80s, shortly before he died ones. Mm -hmm. And then the ones that are good are, like, I will, every time I've seen them, they're all either, like, too expensive or they're damaged in some way, or like, you know, it's like, no. I just want to find a clean copy of like, you know, a Queen record, but it never seems to happen, so. Gotta hit Rockin' Richard, Richards, I guess. No, no, I'm not going to that. No way. I, well, I'm on record as saying <laughs> I hate that shit. Yeah. Why? So, so, oh, you why? did this on the podcast, sorry. No, I don't think we have. We probably have. Because it's like playing, because it's people who like have like first editions from England, It's people who are collectors rather than music listeners. Yeah, it's like mm -hmm. and I think $50 for a, yeah, an LP. They're, they're obsessed with like the depressing and all this and I don't care about that. I want that music on the album. And they the cheapest version 
that is not unscratched. <coughs> the cheapest possible. version that's playable, yeah. I mean, it can be the 17th reissue. I don't care. Is the same songs the same? Good. I, and also, I, I definitely resent... This is why I hated dance bars. Well, not the only reason, but when I was like a teenager, I hate paying cover for something where I have to go and pay more money. If the thing was free to get into, I'd probably go. You had to pay like money to go in and pay a lot of money to buy records. Yeah, it's a big place. It probably costs a lot to rent. I don't care. I'm not paying money to pay money. <laughs> right? It's like when you were a teenager, you were this, your friends drag you out to those horrible dance bars and you had to pay like five bucks and you go through the indignity of getting ID'd. That's true. I haven't, then, like, I, if I'm going somewhere and then you gotta covered, buy drinks because there's a band. I haven't exactly. Been to a right? There's a reason cover. for it. You're getting entertained. If there was a band playing at the record shows, maybe I'd pay money for it. <laughs> Don't they usually have like take note, Richard? Like really shitty yeah, bands, Richard. like uh, like polka bands and stuff. Oh, do they? I've never seen. I've only been there a couple times. I've actually this. never been. I bought a sure. total of one record there, and it was just something. It was as a single by this like crust punk band that I kind of had heard of because I wanted to buy. I felt like I've spent like hours in here looking through these records trying to find something that's not seventy yeah. bucks. You know that I actually want. I don't care about like some. Oh, this is the Japanese pressing of some Iron Maiden record from like you know. I don't care. Like get it on my face. Give me cheap affordable records I can buy to listen to I don't know so anyway Queen has not I haven't had much luck finding Queen records in good condition for like what I would consider good prices for used records so mm -hmm. if they re I mean they probably have reissued some of it but that seems like the type of thing I'd buy like at Music Trader or into the music if it's like you know a recent de decently priced repackaged reissued uh, thing so that's right. the end of my rant cool so what are you playing Rob oh I'm next yes you are <laughs> I Rob's in another world yeah. right now. Home world. I don't know. I'm just going to play um, Pimpin' Ain't Easy by Big Daddy Kane. You sound kind of disappointed about it. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, I guess I'll play this song. Well, I mean, this is a classic song. Everyone yeah. Yeah. should have heard it by now. Yeah. Not to say that if you haven't, you're some kind of loser. But... <laughs> But uh, I don't know. I, I, I did want to dig deeper for this, like I always do. But I didn't. I just didn't have the time. That's okay. And uh, yeah, like there was a few songs about prostitution that I had uh, my mind on, but just didn't work. And I, I just feel like you know this is this is a good song. People people should hear it. So there's probably are some people listening who haven't heard it. So Big Daddy Kane. Pimpin' ain't easy. Pimpin' ain't easy. Anything goes when it comes to hoes because pimpin' ain't easy. Pimpin' ain't easy. Come on, pimpin' ain't easy. Pimpin' ain't easy. Oh, pimpin' ain't easy. Pimpin' ain't easy. Pimpin' ain't easy. She'll give me some. Oh, watch out, watch out, I'm dripping live scum. I said, damn, I love the way I make my pots and roller. Especially when the Gucci's on birth controller. Lift her up just like a pickup truck. Then I sat her down and we started the fuck. Made whoopee, made whoopee, made whoopee. Yo, I hope this time I don't make a cookie. Brothers everywhere I'll be calling me a rookie. Juice but the great night from the old school. I thought, shit, I ain't no fool. Faggot. That means no homosexuality. What's in my pants? Let me make you see reality. And if you wanna see a smooth black Casanova. 
and over. Cause I don't half step when it comes to broads. The K and E above the whole nine yards. There's no time for conversation, my dear. Oh, it's all I wanna hear. So let's make a move as I get smooth. Cause the purpose I serve is to soothe. I'm tall, dark, and handsome, and all that junk. Even white girls be saying, ooh, Kane's a hunk. Even Puerto Rican girls be calling me poppy. Some try to copy, but they look sloppy. So imitators that want to step to a brother like me, lick my manure. Anything goes when it comes to home, because pimpin' ain't easy. 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 Pimpin' ain't They gotta pay a fee. I love boning, and all my friends they will agree that when it comes to pimping hoes, it ain't easy. First name smooth, last name B. When I'm boning a girl, I make them feel heavenly. I like to make them wait, and then make them beg. And when I take off my clothes, then I form a third leg. They rub it with oils and suck it with ice. Now I'm sweating. My mind is in paradise. Anything goes when it comes to hoes because pimping ain't easy. Pimping ain't easy. Pimping ain't easy. Pimpin ain't easy. a little bit closer to school that nice choice guy she said hi 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 i really been wanting to meet you i just got paid and i'll be very glad to treat you how about dinner a salisbury steak i said sorry honey dip but i already ate so i nudged the other girlies off my shoulder went for tootie because the girl was much older east to the bins i slowly walked clearing up my throat so i could start my smooth talk sex in my mind i was sure of it i wanted to tax that ass like the government Anything goes when it comes to home because pimpin' ain't easy. Pimpin' ain't easy. Anything goes when it comes pimpin to home because pimpin' ain't easy. Pimpin' ain't easy. Well, it's Friday night. Ain't a damn thing funny. Bitch better have my money. Yo, yo, yo what, what happened to, to my part, man? What the fuck is up with the Cliff Love part? Yo, what's up with the Lazy Lays part? What's up? Yo, Scrat, you the fuck is up? Turn the music back yeah, on. Man, fuck oh, fucking that, man. Pimp, pimp slap your motherfucker. What the fuck is the engineer? Yo, Cliff, I'm gonna out of here, man. Pimpin' ain't easy. pimp your ass, motherfucker. Pimp this, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Pippin' Ain't Easy by Big Daddy Kane, featuring Nice and Smooth, no, 1989. No lines yeah, and we, we kind of, uh, like, he's only 44 now. I really thought he was older. But I think a lot of guys from that era probably were really young when they... started out, yeah, really young. Yeah. And so they, they're not that old. Because like, yeah. that's, that's not, I mean, that's, he's like, you know, he's decade and a half older than us. Yeah. That's not, you know. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Depends who it is. Some guys started older. Like, but I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess that so. is that is young. He's young though, yeah, yeah. It's everyone I thought he was. Yeah, and uh, you know he had a lot of fame at this point. Like this, I think this album was his biggest selling album. And um, but it, I mean, it was when rap was still not as mainstream, obviously, yeah. as it is now. But yeah, being like a famous rapper was still like an underground thing in a way. Yeah, it was he, a yeah, smaller market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um. It's, uh, I don't know how, 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 I mean, a song like that now, it's interesting because, like, I mean, some of the stuff he says is pretty, like, offensive, you know what I mean? For, especially, in, I mean, in the 80s, 
Yeah. And there's a lot of that, like, music censorship going on, right? That was right around the peak of it, right? With all the parental advisory and all that stuff, like... Right. And I mean, some of like right this... around the time that, a, that sticker... Yeah, like, well, I think it was lighthearted. I think this was, like, a little bit before that, because this was, like, we were just saying, this is, like, a little bit before rap was mainstream. Yeah, that's true, and rap being mainstream had a lot to do with why that existed in the first place, yeah. right? That metal. Yeah. That, that sticker, so... What were you saying, though, about the accent? <laughs> we, we were you, you were asking where he was from, and then he, uh... Uh, well, he's, he has a thick New York accent, yeah. and I figured, would there be an issue <laughs> if he took a plane to Los Angeles and started walking around with this douchey, thick New York accent? What if he that drove? Just, what makes it douchey? I don't know. Just that, What if he hey, drove to New York, took a bus? He's not like, hey, give me, a, give me a pizza pie, yeah. hey. <laughs> I'm Big Daddy Ken, hey. I don't know. There's, there are those guys in New York. Oh, man, I'm sure so there's good. those guys. But I don't think... It's, the parody exists I wonder, for okay, a but reason. That brings something up, though. Like, if you're from... Because there are quite a few notable accents in the States, right? Like, like a Texan one or something. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if you're out of your environment, if you unconsciously embellish it a little bit. Or suppress it. Oh, you mean you want to be like... I am the outsider, so I'm gonna just overdo it. Well, like I know I sound different. I might as well make, I don't know. Once, make a, one thing make I, of it. one thing I noticed when I was overseas is that I started talking more like those people, and that's, I find yeah. that that's yeah, you well, you you're surrounded by right. Like yeah. I was with my friend Tom over there, and everyone called him Tomas. Yeah. And after a while, I could just called him Tomas, and I knew I was doing it consciously, but yeah. it was like it was just like that's what yeah. I did. It was it became a habit. Yeah. I know my sister's really bad like that. Like my sister. Shannon, when she goes, like, she lived on the East Coast for a while. When yeah. she came back from the East Coast, she had the worst, like, hard, most hardcore East Coast accent. Really? I was like, what the fuck? I think it does, that does happen for so sure. It's more likely yeah. that you'll change your accent. Well, where yeah. in the East Coast? Sorry? Uh, she's in Halifax. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... But I think even, like, if you're around a group of people for, like, even for, like, a day, you, I mean... I don't think it's totally subconscious, but you kind of slip into yeah, but, certain, like... Well, because language is... Like tool to communicate, so you're yeah. communicating with the people around you. So, you so wanna, if they like, speak that way, then you yeah. want to be understood. But you so. don't want to take on the accent completely. Like you don't want to just go and start pretending you have the same accent as them because you don't. But you some Sometimes, of the some of the terminology, yeah, and some be, of the like the cadence of it and stuff, like right. And I think it's because when you when you speak to someone, you want to be understood. Yeah. So it's like I, I also noticed when I was overseas, like I was hanging out with a lot of people whose first language wasn't English. Yeah. So I would often like formulate what I wanted to say in my head, but then change it. To the structure they would they would use? Yeah. Or, or simpler. Or, or yeah, yeah. Or, or just not use maybe, like, a, a, the same colloquialisms or something, or, like... Well, and that's the thing, too. I think a lot of people don't realize that they have local slang, even if it's not... I mean, you listen to something like Wu-Tang, and it's, like, dense with slang, right? And, I mean, it doesn't seem like we in Winnipeg have the same type of levels of slang that they still use. Would. But there's still, still tons of terminology to... that we would use that oh, people yeah. from New York would be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What does that even mean, you know? And it's just, like, it's just how it is. Um, an example of switching accent, uh, switching like language uh, that would be related to the show is the remember the last not the last show the one before it where we had the Ness on when we were talking about um, frequent Goldilocks process. and uh, he we were talking about we were talking he was there was some patois going on because we were talking about Jack Ruby right right and he was talking about you know, Jack Ruby being a bad man and all this stuff yeah at one point on the show I listened back to the show and I was talking we were, we were I was trying to remember who Goldilocks was I thought it was Hansel and Gretel at first but then I was like Goldilocks and I I was trying to say. Yeah, she's the one. She like she's a criminal. She like broke into their house. And if you listen to the show, I say she break in. 
So this is she breaking that mouse, you know? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I mean, I, I started trying, like, the, I wasn't going to be accent, but, like, you know, yeah. I started using the, because we were doing all this patois flying around. Right. I, like, she break in the house instead of she broke into their house. Right. Which is weird. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was just, like, because, like, for 10 minutes we were talking, these, you know, using that kind of yeah. stuff. So. It's interesting. It is interesting. This is totally off. It's a pie. Pizza pie. Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> it's a me, Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. Uh, why are, you, why are you talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like John Frusciante? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, wh- wh- why are you talking like that? Yeah, Big Daddy Kane. One <laughs> <Well>, Dr. Trey. <laughs> Oh man, that's perfect. <laughs> that would be great. Alright, yeah. let's play a song. Well, we gotta talk about a song first. He's gotta pick it. He hasn't even told us he's playing yet, so. Yeah. Um, so I'm up next, eh? Yeah. Okay, um, it's a song by a band called Atmosphere called uh, The Skinny, and it's just about, like, I don't know. It's just about the, 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 the hooker slash pimp relationship and, like, how the guy kind of sucks young new talent into the business and and you know it exploits exploits the women basically and like how he he pulls it off and it's, it's great storytelling like he's he's really good at that and kind of you know telling the stories of of different segments so like you know like a waitress will have an entire rap about just the the shift that a waitress ha- waitress has and it's super cool just to so yeah, one part of this is about the hooker. Yeah, well, it's it's just about the the hooker, okay, and relationship. So yeah, uh, the skinny by atmosphere. Cool. Whether you answer phones or dance on poles, big money escort or broke on a stroll, he don't care about your stats or background. He ain't picky once he puts his mouth down. Make you suck it all the way to the ass now. Cause all of y'all have is our cash cows. And at first, it was just a little thing. Had no idea he was fucking with your brains. When he was around, you seemed mature. He helped you calm down and feel secure, sure. You go get him when he's still just kids. Give him some gifts, get on their lips. Before they even get a chance to get hip, skinny pimp, turn it down to a trick real quick. Parents about him. It's kind of crazy how he's on your mouth every time you need a little bit of help. You how you ain't no kitten gonna play that shark. Shake you down, make his mark, take you down, break your heart, and don't give a damn for anything that came apart. Some try anything to leave him. Some, some even put themselves in treatment. Some get away, but still gotta keep looking over their shoulder forever. That ain't freedom. Take his tax, makes you love it. Same old trap. 
but ain't you above it? He'll beat your ass in public. Now suck that skinny white pimp dick, suck it. Fly, trip, lie. Gonna pay all day, but won't never get away from skinny white pimp. Fly, trip, lie. Gonna pay all day, but won't never get away from skinny white pimp. First thing you wake up to, your pimp. Don't forget to pay up to your pimp. Get that money, give it here. He'll keep a bitch in that stable for 50 years. He ain't scared of the law or the cops. Got him paid off, some kind of trade off. Gonna stay in the pocket as long as the money stay long. Open hands stay strong. It's like you don't know a kid. He's right there and you're closing here. You know to let him in your home. I can smell his breath on this microphone. Your lips taste like his dick I can always tell when he's been in your whip I'm just one of a million trips I take your ass outside and go talk to your pimp Fly, trip, lie Gonna pay all day but won't ever get away from skinny white pimp Fly, trip, lie Gonna pay all day but won't ever get away from skinny white pimp Hey baby, I need to change Top of that, I need to keep the change. Motherfuckers put a filter on my brain. All the cigarettes of the world get together and sing. So that was what is the what's the deal with song? Uh, the skinny by atmosphere. Okay, so um, what do you? I mean, how do you? How did you get into these guys? I, I, um, I think I was saying before that I know I've definitely heard of them. I think I've heard a few songs here and there, but I'm like it's kind of over my head. Well, I got of, like reference. I don't have a frame reference for them really. I got into them because they signed a deal with Epitaph, right. the label that they're with, um, Rhymesetters Entertainment. Third, so they got distributed by Epitaph. Oh, really? So they got stuck on a bunch of comps in like, like 2000. Punk yeah, punk comps like 2005, 2006. Huh. So you'd be listening to Bad Religion and then like, are they still like is that? Yeah, I think. They're still distributed, or they have something to do with that. So is it like the same kind of deal as Anti? Where it's yeah. like a like the Anti doesn't own them, though, right? They just, no, okay. no, it's just a distribution deal. And, and is it like, for like every Rhymesayers artist? Yes, yeah, every Rhymesayers oh, artist. Hmm? I think they they might have gotten away from, like, kind of step back from Epitaph from what I started. Well, because like, but... is this like kind of what punks are listening to now, though? Like, I mean. It's, you know, it's, it's what I was like, it's, yeah, yeah, it got yeah. me into, yeah. into underground hip hop and rock for sure. Cause like, like Epitaph, I mean like the no effects thing, right? Like I was, I was on fat, but they, they were on Epitaph too. Yeah. And like bad religion and like, you know, remember when I played, those... uh, remember when I played POS? Yeah. And that's like really kind of, and that was the, the no effects reference that's, in the lyrics, right? Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's, that's, that's the same label. That's Rhyme Sayers. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I could see the crossover. So the crossover and fan base is it's like, like kind of that, it's almost just like that. I think of it less as like punk and hip hop and more like skate, skateboarder culture. Skateboard music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and Which D- I guess is kind of. And DIY as well. You know, it's, yeah. it's, these guys don't want to be on, I think they've been approached a bunch of times by major labels and. Well, they make so much well, money. They own their own label, right? Yeah. 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 That's cool. So this was, um, you already explained how this fit the theme, I guess, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Have you, um, like, I, I kind of get, I, I saw something on Facebook the other day. I didn't click on it because I don't care, but it was about, um, I don't want to, I, I don't care. I'm so cool. That's not what I'm saying. I just, I wasn't interested in it. But I was like, uh, some kind of group called, like, uh, 
bring back the punk to the warp tour or something Ugh. and is that like what this is happening now i mean all these crossover kind i of think stuff, so like, I people think. Aren't... what's on warp tour now i don't know i mean i remember when it first like when i saw it which was 2005 which is the only time i've ever been to it um like it was already getting kind of shitty like there was a bunch of emo bands and stuff and there was like uh you know like bedouin sound clash was on it you know what i mean and that's like you know it's not really punk rock like mm-hmm. i mean the, the transplants were headlining and that's still like you know got the crossover thing mm-hmm. with the you know, I, I remember. I remember when they had the like. Maybe they still do, but they had like the code of the cut stage, which was like. Yeah, and actually cut down in a smaller world. Yeah. That show that I saw in Minneapolis, they were playing at it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, that was like a separate. But it was a stage. small tent. It was like yeah. a little tent. It was like not a major thing. And yeah. I'm sure there were probably some other people there who are now like a lot more well known. Like but I don't even remember. Oh was... yeah, what, there was like Immortal Technique was on that tour with them. Seriously? Yeah. I, I wish I'd known that now because I like Immortal Technique. I'm pretty Technique. sure Immortal Technique. That's cool. I might be mistaken now I think about it. Hangar 17. Yeah, they would, I remember that. Yeah. I didn't see them, but I remember seeing the t-shirts all over the place. But yeah, so I guess that, I guess that's probably developed oh, into something. Like, like current Warped Tour lamp? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a lot of, like there's anti-flag on here, but there's a lot of. You don't like anti-flag, oh, Sam? Oh. <laughs> oh man. Anti-flag is like, it's brutal. It's like the most basic, uh, you know that song, Die for Your Government? Yeah. First time I heard that, I burst out laughing. It's just like, you know how propaganda says things about politics that are actually like intelligent and well thought out? This is the opposite of that. Mm. It's just like, here's a slogan that a bunch of kids can chant without having any clue what they're talking about. Yeah. And it's like set to really bad, like, you know, 77 kind of like, you know, nothing original about the punk at all, the style of music at all. And it's like, bleh, slogans. All right, who else is on there? So, uh, my, fi- my, favorite, my favorite anti-political <coughs> or anti-war song is the Ghetto Boys. It's like, I ain't going to war for no shit-talking president. <laughs> and he's just like talking about how he's like trying to, well, all three of them are just talking about how they're just trying to sell crack. <laughs> and they're just trying to like make money. And it's like, why would I go to war? Well, the Ghetto Boys? <laughs> yeah. Would Bush or Bill even be going to war? He's a midget with one eye. No, well, I don't think he, he would get be. drafted. Yeah. But the other guys are fit. Yeah, the guys are like yeah. They're yeah. <laughs> I love but that. he's crazy. He's I the guy just, you want on yeah, your, yeah, your you win the war for you. Yeah. yeah, they'll just go up to like the other people and just start stabbing yeah. himself. He's like ah, they'll yeah. run away. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> I still like that album cover they have where he's on the like hospital gurney. So I yeah. have the tape. That's oh, it's so good. Yeah, crazy midget with an eye stabbed out. Yeah, yeah. pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Warp Tours is mostly what is it like? It's it's a not a lot that I know. Like a loss for words, all time low, uh, Ballyhoo, bless the fall. I haven't heard any of these. Breathe, best. Caroline, Chelsea, grin. Every time I die, fourth heard, day, like, funeral no. party. But I mean, why is I every band name about dying? The names are, <laughs> really are, eh? Funeral party. I'm yeah. gonna die. Yeah, I'm yeah, committing yeah. suicide. Yeah, are family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys should call your band. I know it's like my kidneys are failing. Yeah. <laughs> it would be amazing. Oh man! You know the one thing I noticed about this is like just an aside about Warp Tour is we were went there in Minneapolis in 2005, right? And uh, you know people like at punk shows have tons of tattoos and whatever, right? But like so many people with Jesus tattoos there. Where was this? Sorry. Minneapolis. Ironically, no. Like you know what? the kids with mohawks and all the other gear, and then like big, serious, literal like, like I'm a Christian tattoo. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. I guess there's probably a lot more of that in the States. People are just more religious in the States. It's weird to see, because usually you're supposed to get punk with, like, the opposite of that, right? But these are kids, and they're, like, they got other tattoos, too, but they've got, like, these really prominent crosses and stuff. And it well, it's was... also, like, a hyper-conservative state. I guess, like, yeah, yeah. So, like... It's... It was just interesting. Like, it was a weird, like, kind of, you know, yeah. juxtaposition. Yeah, isn't What's-Her-Face from there? Who's that really conservative? Michelle Bachman? Yeah, Bachman. Yeah. She's insane. I wonder yeah. if she has a Jesus tattoo. Well, probably. On her JJ. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the title of the show right now. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. All right, do you got anything else you wanted to say about that? Or? No, okay. Oh, <laughs> um, I had a bunch of ideas for songs. You know, what we, what we did the last couple of times that I kind of want to do again is if we talk about any songs that we're not going to play. I'm going to play, I'm going to close off the show in a minute with a, with a song, but um, some stuff that I, I came up with that I didn't end up playing was, um, one of them was uh, Pleasure Bribe by the, the Pie Tasters. I didn't play it because it's not my favorite Pie Tasters song, and I would like to play them on the show at one point, but it's off of an album called Strap Live, which is uh, their official live album. It came out on Moon Records in the mid-90s. And it's, it's, it's notable because um, throughout the show, they're very obviously, the entire band, progressively getting drunker and drunker and drunker. And between every song, they, they ask for more beer, and um, you hear them drinking it, and then the, the stage banter just gets, like, it gets ridiculous. Oh, like, you know, he's yelling about prostitutes before they play. <laughs> this song's about prostitutes. I'm not going to play it, but it's, it's an alright song, but he's just, like, screaming about hookers and things <laughs> like nice. almost like the stage matter is better than the song so I, I didn't want to choose it because it's not not so good the other one was flight of the concords um you don't have to be a prostitute oh yeah which is pretty funny that's from like the second season second right? season yeah i never actually and watched the uh, second season i didn't either but i got a soundtrack for a review copy of the soundtrack and this, oh, yeah. this is like a it's like a police knockoff like almost roxanne which oh, is yeah, funny yeah. because you know right yeah, yeah prostitute so i'm not gonna play that either but uh did you guys have anything that you you kind of omitted that you want to just mention as like uh something else that came to mind i was gonna play this weird uh grouch and eli song called street walking which is a song that i was like really into when i was into weird underground rap music of, um oh so many years ago yeah um grouch and eli were like out of la they were part of the living legends crew and they were like eli specifically had some really great uh solo records and uh, when this theme came up i went i was like i remember that song because i used to put it on mixtapes all the time yeah. and i went back and listened to it and it just doesn't just doesn't hold up so i didn't play it because it's just not something that i think people well i mean it's a good song but i mean i just I didn't play it because it didn't it didn't hit me as as strong as it did when I was younger. Right. That's a, that's about it. Cool. Yeah. What do, what do, uh, do, do, no, I don't know. Well, it matters, but you, I, you I play forget. One I don't. Whatever. You remember. He had a, he had a list of like hundreds of. The songs. This was amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was annotated. It had like. <laughs> he, he did a Dungeon and Dragons yeah. like yeah. like fight off where he rolled dice for every song until he was pared down to just, two. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is that how Dungeon Dragons works? No, here's how Dungeon Dragons works. You sit there for six hours creating a character, and then by the time the game starts, you're already bored and want to go home. Right. That was my experience playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, are you serious? Is it still creating the character? And I was, little, I was like ten, and I just, I, I think I would love it because I love. I'm really into, you know, I, I'm like kind of into a lot of sci-fi stuff, which has already been established on on this show and like fantasy things and stuff. But I just played it the one time and I just took so long to create the character, rolling all the dice for all the attributes and stuff. I was just like, I'm out. I, I don't. Oh, I uh, I found that I I brought two with me. There's an Avon Duel two song called uh, I even write the name of it. Someone the Seducer. Sally the Seducer. Oh, it's not called Someone the Seducer. There's it's a Sally name the Seducer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's about a prostitute. No, it's a bit of a. Could be. I right. I almost read the whole. Uh, Soren Kierkegaard book Diary of a Seducer <coughs> just before the show right but it, has, like it, it has nothing to do with prostitution so it didn't <laughs> oh, I didn't it's too bad I wasted all that time yeah it was about okay so you read it I don't know <laughs> alright um, okay I'm gonna uh, close off the show um, but before I do that we're gonna uh, just give you some info on what you I mean I know I do a little introduction here too um, but if you want to listen to the show you go to www.witchpolice.com there's a podcast button you can find, this is the 21st episode, so you can find the previous 20 and this Avage. one for, it's of age, our show is of age in Let's Canada and the it. States. 
<laughs> Stick our dicks in it. Fuck the show. <laughs> Let's pimp out our show. No, right. that's not funny. That's not funny at all, though. Prostitution um, isn't cool. I don't. No, I don't. I'm not. In, no, I don't do this. Also, okay. the only time prostitution has even come up on the show before is we were talking about the guy who did that Louis Riel comic, who also did a graphic novel about. Uh, have you, you like graphic novels? You read that? Uh, no, but Chester I know Brown. of it. He did that that one yeah. about how he like yeah. was in a prostitute, and everything. It was just all all the hookers he'd been to. He like did a strip on. That's kind of nuts and I remember looking at it in the library and they all have like blank faces and stuff and like hmm. very, yeah I guess he wants to like I don't know depersonal I actually want to read it because his Louis Real book was so good but anyway um, witchpolice.com download the episodes uh, you can also stream it you can download a bunch of local music um, and as those Australian guys said uh, you know it's quite um, they use some classy term for it but but how it was uh, you remember things well yeah, we remember things well. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, anyway, so yeah, so you can go there. You can listen to our show on Monday nights at one hundred one point five UMFM Winnipeg, or stream it on uh, umfm.com if you're not in Winnipeg. And what else can you do? Twitter, you guys are on Twitter. At Rob Crooks. Are you on Twitter? Yeah. What do you want people? You, you, you don't want people following you? What's the? Uh... What do you do? What do you? Why are you here? I'm I'm parking on a bunch of Twitter accounts for no fucking reason. (laughs) All right, yeah. Well, I mean, often when we have a guest, right? I mean, you know, I realize you're not going to be playing a song right now. Like sometimes we have guests who do musical live performances, right? And you are a dancing robot, so (laughs) I don't know how we're going to show that. It doesn't translate well. No, it doesn't. But we um, can post a link to him dancing in the robot costume. I think I'm going to do that. I'll post a video on there. But are you are you doing anything interesting that you want to like? You don't let people know about Are you working right? out? You're looking kind of buff. No, just getting fatter. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or like, is there anything you want no, to pimp plug. on your on the show? I got nothing to All right. I, I do. I do want to say that uh, the whole like pimp, pimp this, pimp that. Yeah. I think is a really disgusting trend in society. Like the whole pimp my ride. Yeah. To the point where you start talking about, you know, like oh, I, you know, I got my car fixed up, or like I got. Yeah. I got like a nice ring. Like, look at my. Pimp what, don't ring or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like what well, doesn't have to do with it. Yeah. It's kind of disgusting. I just used it right just now because the context. Of the yeah, it's like. Program. Oh no, I got it. I you're a funny guy. And I, <laughs> I get I get your humor, but I just. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It is. It's, it's it's almost like it's a totally common thing to say now. Yeah, and but it, it takes it's away, away from the context of the, the negative side of it. Yeah. 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 Because it almost means it means a good thing, right? It's like yeah. in that sense, it's like oh, right. my car got pimped out. Yeah. Your car wasn't used like for. You sex. didn't dehumanize your yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, take most of the money. Your car, yeah, yeah. yeah. For demeaning, yeah. Put your car in the face. <laughs> you didn't do that. No, but there was car a Saturday Night Live skit where you could. Does the car have a face? Fuck your car, yeah. yeah. I kind of think of myself more of of like a Travis Bickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. We didn't even say what song we were play yet. All right. Okay, so I I was actually gonna play some stuff. Oh, uh, I, I didn't want to play this almost because uh, yeah, rewind that uh, um, because we just played two rap songs, but it's just it's funny. Um, I'm gonna play uh, off Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Dr. Dre, who we heard his accent earlier. Um, I'm gonna play the song. Uh, I'm look at these ways, bro. Yeah, I'm just almost. I look at him. He doesn't look like he'd be saying talking like the that. Chronic. The Chronic, bro. <laughs> 420, bro. <laughs> um, the song. I'm almost embarrassed to say the title of the song. It's so ridiculous. The song's called "Bitches Ain't Shit." And like, yeah, you're I supposed mean, to say B's ain't S. B's ain't S, but H's and T's. <laughs> 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 and like, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's so ridiculous. And that's the thing I think with like, you know, having not having having listened to this stuff kind of after the fact because this came out in '92. I mean, '92 we were pretty young, right? So you hear it when you're, you know, whatever. I listen to say I listened to it yesterday. Whenever I listened to it last, I mean, you hear it, it's ridiculous, and, and they got this giant parental advisory sticker on it. And yeah, they're saying offensive things, and obviously, I wouldn't want my kid to be hearing things like that. Definitely not. But like, I think that the fact that at one point someone 
took this seriously as like a threatening message is insane because it's so cartoonishly over the top yeah. and like I feel like a lot of this stuff uh, the Easy E everything Easy E ever wrote is this biggest joke in the I mean I liked a lot of the songs I have the tape I don't think Easy E ever wrote anything no he didn't everything he's just sure he didn't write anything but you listen to Easy does it, like I have the tape still right and I put it on every once in a while like very rarely but I, mean, I do listen to it still and it's it's, it's a joke it's, it's hilarious like there's no way anyone could possibly think this is actually a scary person who's gonna do this in real life because it's so ridiculous and this song is well offensive because of the general attitude towards women obviously I mean like but I mean it's about Easy E actually the first verse is about like right. you know Easy E's a bitch yeah. And you know, all that's and Jerry Heller, I think, is referencing it and stuff too. But it's just like it's the whole... that, isn't that the, the one with the video where it's like, no, that was the other, that was all the, oh, the right? The next album did no, it's on this, it's on this, it's uh, it is on this. yeah, 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 anyway, F blank blank with Dre yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but like this, I mean, you know, the fact that anyone, even NWA, I mean, that's a little more like you can take seriously a bull. I mean, Terry Compton is this, not the, not, not the other one, but. You know what I mean? Like it's ridiculous. This is a this is like a clown. It's like a clown festival. Like it's, it's it's so over the top and silly and goofy that like it's weird to me. But maybe at the time, I don't know. Yeah, well, it's just become the norm now, though, and it's. I still think it's over the top, though. Like suburban people in in you know, middle America just have Doctor Dre shirts on and they're walking around. Now they do, them. but like completely not exposed to any of this stuff before it showed up in record stores and on the radio. That's true. That's true. I guess. So I mean, I like, didn't know what you know, is. This? What's going on and what kind of? But I don't. Is this actually? Is, yeah, because like your first reaction if you've never heard something like, and you're trying to make sense of it, is the lyrical content not how ridiculous it is, but like how offensive. But it is. But the lyrical content is ridiculous, though. It seems I, so. It seems so ignorant, though, for people who are trying to like um, suppress this shit. Who are, you know, who the were in charge of? I oh, fuck. I don't. I'm. I'm like. I was about to make like a political point that oh, I'm dude, just. Dude. I'm just not like. I do not have the energy to do that. But, right I mean, now. like, don't you think that this is, like, when you listen to the song, you've heard the song a million times probably, right? Yeah. It, like, it's, it's funny. It's I mean, it's a horrible, like, what they're saying is horrible. But to take it seriously, I find it impossible. I don't believe that the voice, that the characters portrayed in the song can be real. Maybe they can be. But it seems, like, if you want to make, it doesn't seem threatening to me. And I think that's what the parental advisory is. People are worried about their kids getting exposed to negative I mean, songs with gun violence in them, right? Well, yeah. I, also think, to... I also think, too, it's a bit of racism, because there's songs like that have been sung, like, country songs. Like, some of those old country songs are crude as hell, and, like, yeah. I'm going to shoot her, I'm going to shoot my baby down, I'm going to... Stuff like that. Like, like the Johnny Cash thing, where he can talk about murder, and it's okay. Yeah, and then but it's they, not okay. Yeah. Some black people from L.A. do it, and it's, dude, shut, shut it down. Well, like, there's also, like, the f- fact that a lot of these, you know, a lot of hip-hop artists especially from the early 90s came from like like rough parts of town like low-income parts of town so having hookers and and pimps in their neighborhood wasn't that uncommon so you know you you're you're they're part of they're living in like the part of the world that's that's kind of being oppressed by these people that saying that they can't speak how they want to speak like you're not allowed to say this about the world and what we've done to the world you know you know what i mean like it's part I, of the world that you'd rather not ha- know about maybe. but it's part of the world not, this is how you like this like like who was was it like nancy reagan or whatever was kind of like no this, it was um uh tipper gore tipper gore so it's like she's she's like you know she's practically fucking like royalty in america 
Well, she's even Al Gore was a senator at the time. Whatever. Yeah, he's like right. So, but high profile. She's part of this like high class of people who like live in this world, right? Who are like, I mean, I don't want to get into like, like race issues because I'm not. I'm no expert, but it's like you have all these white people oppressing, you know, these black people, and then you have these black people coming out and talking about their experience. And then you have Tipper Gore going, "Don't you? You can't say that about these people." Like, okay, but I mean, but you're you're the you're the I don't know. Fuck, I'm getting in way over my head. No, no, okay, but like, just like, I mean, take a Public Enemy album, right? And then this. I mean, which one? To someone who does not come from that background, does not live in that part of the world, whatever, has not experienced (laughs) those things, which seems more like you're talking about real things, and which seems like they've exaggerated to the point where, like, do you think that Dr. Dre, Snoop, and Corrupt, everyone on the song, thinks this is funny? Or do you think they think this is a legitimate, this song? No, I think, I do think they think it's funny, but that doesn't mean it's not true, because... Right. Because, I mean, you know, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's still true, even if it's a joke, but it's still, like, they're still... There's the based in... Truth. It's just made ridiculous. Yeah, but, because it, it's, it's funny to them to, like... Well, it's funny to, I mean... That it, bitches are hoes and tricks or whatever. Yeah, and they ain't shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't fucking, I don't know. I don't Rob, know. play us out. Alright, right. which please, uh, yeah, see you later. <laughs> That's a really sad end. Yeah. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Lick on these nuts and suck the dick. Get the fuck out of here. Turn that up to my bitch to make a quick burn. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Lick on these nuts and suck the dick. Get the fuck out of here. Turn that up to my bitch to make a quick burn. I used to know a bitch named Mary Wright. We used to roll around and fuck the hoes at night. Tight than a motherfucker with the gangster beats, and we was ballin' on the motherfucking comp. The shit got deep and it was out. Number one song after number one song. Long as my motherfucking pockets was black. I didn't give a fuck where the bitch was at. But she was hanging with a white bitch doing the shit she do. Sucking on a stick just to get a buck or two. And the few ends she got didn't mean nothing that she's suing. Cause shit that she be doing ain't shit. Bitch can't hang with the street. She found herself show. So now she taking me to coat. It's real conversation for your ass. Recognize and pass the day. Now as I'm rolling with my nigga Dre in Eastwood Fucking hoes clocking go up to no good We flip flop and serve hoes like flapjack But we don't let them have it's like that This is what you look for when a hoe who got cash flow You run up in them hoes and grab the cash and get your dash on While you're chilling with your homies and shit And how my niggas kick the anthem like this Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks on these nuts and such Get the fuck out of here to the stout to get me a photo. Snoop Doggy Dog page, it must mean more hoes. So I head down the streets to Long Beach just so I can meet a freak to lick me from my head to my feet. And I'm here now, I'm ready to be done up. Nothing but homies around, so I put my gun up. Bitches on my nuts like clothes. <laughs> but I'm from the pound and we don't love them hoes. How could you trust a hoe? Cause a hoe's a trick, I don't love them tricks. Cause the trick's a bitch and my dick's constantly in the mail. Turning them trick assholes the fuck out now. I once had a bitch named Mandy Mae. Used to be all in them guts like every day. The pussy was the bomb, had a nigga on sprung. I was in love like a motherfucker licking the pearl tongue. The homies used to 
tell me that she was no good, but I'm the maniac in black, Mr. Snoopy's wood. So I figured niggas wouldn't trip with mine. Guess what got dappled by one time? I'm back to the motherfucking county jail. Six months on my chest, now it's time to bail. Uh, I get released on a hot sunny day. My nigga DOC and my homie Dr. Dre. Scoop in a coop, Snoop, we got news. Your girl was tricking while you was draping your county blues. I ain't been out a second. And already gotta do some motherfucking chin checking. Move up the blocks as we groove up the blocks. See my girl's house? Drake, past the Glock, kicking the dough. I look on the floor, it's my little cousin Daz, and he's fucking my hoe. Yo, I'll cock my shit. I'm hard broke, but I'm still low, man. Fuck a bitch. Bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Make Tony Shots and Sucks and Get the fuck out of here, yeah. And I hops in my boot to make a quick run. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Make Tony Shots and Sucks and Get the fuck out of here, yeah. And I hops in my boot to make a quick run. Bitches ain't shit, it ain't shit, it ain't shit. Ain't shit, ain't shit, ain't shit, ain't shit, ain't shit.